whenever I, I used to do something or I used to achieve something, I also used to hear the stigma that, oh, it's because of your dad. It's because of your dad. It's because... So there's a pro and con both, right? That was Beenish Heather, the managing director of Flex Consortia Legal Consultancy. And as the name suggests, it is a legal consultancy firm based in the UAE, serving all of the eight jurisdictions in the country. She's been a legal professional all her life. She was born into it. She talks to us about her move from Pakistan to the UAE, how Lex Consortia managed to get over 70 clients in a span of just two years, and her retirement plan due at the age of 40. This is her story. Hello there, I'm Amir Khan and this is a Z Medium podcast, a podcast that talks to people and about them too. We take out the most significant experiences of an individual and package it in the form of a story, sharing those with you. We narrate people's journeys in the simplest way we can. There's a new person every episode, so do check out the previous ones. I'm sure you're going to find someone to relate to. Let's start with this one, shall we? Actually, let's first listen to how Beanish managed to select law. It's a very sweet story that involves her father's books not going to waste. And how long have you actually been doing this for? 12 years by the PQE, but since I've opened my eyes. And I'll tell you why. (laughs) Because generally they say, oh, where you're at is you always want to do this as a child. For me, not really. I actually was born into a family where law was heard every day. Um, so my father used to practice and he's seen the entire circle, complete circle of the profession. And as I grew up, I knew that this is something that I'd want to be just because I loved the books. So he had a library and I used to go in the library. And when I was growing up, there you do your GCSE, you do your A-levels. So you choose some subjects and I always used to choose law. And then one day someone asked me, okay, why do you even want to do law just because he's in it? So I said, no, because I don't want his books to go to waste. And when you're from India, Pakistan, and you go to a lawyer's office, you'll see all those books of precedence, unlike other countries. Um, For the UAE, the system is quite different. They don't base their law on on case law. But India, Pakistan is common law. So they base their law on case law. So all the books, our basement was over a thousand books. And those well-bound, beautiful, absolutely... um, I'd say like fresh books, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Because I uh, think there was no direct sunlight to it; they were not exposed, <laughs> so it was all in fresh mint condition. Literally, yeah, literally. I can imagine. Um, and and like my dad had a beautiful library, so I was used to say, just for these books, I'd want to do the law. Okay, a few technicalities, and I hope I get this right. On a very basic level, common law is where judges, court judges take an active role in shaping the law there, whereas civil law establishes the facts of a case and applies remedies found in what is known as codified law. Beanish has two brothers. We'll get back to the story. Uh, Beanish has two brothers, both of whom didn't go anywhere near law. In this somewhat unusual yet beautiful case, the daughter followed the footsteps of the father. She knew from a very, very young age that this is what she wanted to do. So, she started getting a head start. 
picking up things from her father and of course the over 1000 books in the library she was born in pakistan grew up there and absolutely loved her country she was well settled had no intentions of moving at all but as fate life call it whatever you want to had it her move to the uae was predestined um, wow. i have two brothers and both of them have run away from the law literally one is an equity analyst and one is a financial analyst wow you know how they say oh the sons will follow the dad's footsteps yeah. opposite um yeah ended up doing the law and touch wood um i think maybe because i always knew i had to do it so i was very conscious as a person so i used to pick up from from the beginning you know when your training begins so yeah. i'd say my training began when 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 i became conscious because i knew this this is what i want to do so i started as a person as well started picking up um so there was a, there was a base that i had so whenever i used I, to do something or i used to achieve something i also used to hear the stigma that oh it's because of your dad it's because of your dad it's because so there's a pro and con both right um and then it, it would have gone other ways also you know like if you had not been good at it like oh because yeah. of look at her she her dad is such a <laughs> big lawyer exactly, exactly exactly yeah i get that feeling yeah Um, and you said your childhood like you said india and pakistan so i'm assuming one side of your parentage is from india one side of your parentage is was from pakistan no 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 i'm from pakistan but i know both the systems so i know okay. how okay 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 yeah. okay okay so um, your parents it, yeah. decided to move to dubai or you were born in pakistan and then you guys moved together oh this is, this is hilarious i was born in pakistan and mm-hmm. i never wanted to move out of pakistan because i was doing well and again it was it was a settled practice that i had and i was very comfortable i had my connections my network you know i was grew up in that place and never wanted to move and then when the time came for the marriage we started looking around everybody started looking around when i got engaged one of the main reasons to get engaged to my husband heather was that he was in pakistan had he been in dubai or any other country when we were getting engaged i don't think this engagement would have happened because i was so adamant to stay in pakistan and then we got engaged two months in he got transferred to the uae <laughs> you know what do you not not even like that's why not even like a, a year in two months in that's karma telling you you know you loved your country that's it you you, you love your marriage now go ahead and and make a move that yeah So you came to the UAE with an education background of law in Pakistan. Education and practice. So I I worked education, in Pakistan okay. for so I'm one of the very few you uh, legal consultants in the UAE that have equal years of practice in a common law and a civil law jurisdiction. UAE being civil law and Pakistan being common law. That shift made her go back to self study and it took a long time to adjust with the legal system in UAE. Binish already had 6 years PQE which is post qualification experience but unfortunately a move to a new country with a different system altogether set her back a couple of years she went on to recover and grow immediately after that but we couldn't help but imagine the situation if she had hit the ground running so i used to have my own firm before i came back so for me it was a big shift because i shifted from managing a firm to being an employee and unfortunately even for the uae though we think that it's quite inclusive but it does 
uh, it does require you to prove yourself in terms of certain qualifications. So when I came in, um, I remember my first interview and they said, you're from Pakistan, your qualification will be cut into half, like your, your years of qualification. So I said, okay, four, five years is where I'm at. No, we're gonna consider it, uh, we're gonna consider it as two to three years. And then you prove yourself. Mm. So from running my own firm to coming to prove myself back at an associate level. So in the legal field, you have associate, paralegal, senior associates, and then you have heads and partners, and then you have managing partner. So from doing all of that, making a name and then coming down to prove myself in the furtherance of a marriage i said okay let's do it so i joined a firm as an associate which is like the first position that you'll get within six months that's what i was able to prove so i became a senior associate within a year and a half of that senior associate i was able to prove that um alhamdulillah and a year and a half they made me head of the entire division and five years in i worked with that firm i ran an all-female legal team and it's not with intent there was only all female turn out yeah. that all the females are good in in the practice that we have uh, even now we have an all female legal team and it's not consciously but it is what it is and we're more than happy to further of course female empowerment growth leadership um so 5 years in worked with that firm set up the entire corporate commercial practice peak covid 31st of may i put my resignation so we've already reached the year 2020 in the journey but let's take it back to how it all started we're going back to beenish's time in pakistan and singapore where she completed her bachelor's and master's respectively and her stint in the united nations in vienna at the age of 19 your brothers didn't turn out uh, inclined to law yeah exactly but you were so there must have been something of a difference between what you saw in law at that time and what they didn't you know what's interesting it's about inclined in being inclined in my um a levels and o levels i took up economics i took up further maths i did my llb but i also did my private bachelor's in journalism and i aced all of that and what i didn't ace was law but i still <laughs> I did my double bachelor's one is LLB which is bachelor of law and my second bachelor's was economics and journalism what's interesting is so when you hear about law you hear about courts right back home or here but here it's it's a bit different you cannot go to court and you don't have the right to appear before court only the locals here do so you the practice that you have is corporate and commercial and i always ran away from corporate and commercial as a subject i got a worldwide distinction in that But I always ran away, so I feel like whatever I've been running away from has come back and caught me in. Right, and all of this was in Pakistan. All of this was in Pakistan. My LLB was external London, but from a University of Pakistan. My masters was Singapore, so I went to Singapore. But number one is why Singapore? Why shift to Singapore at that point in time? Did your family push you towards having an education outside, or it was did come from within? for me the uk us like of course they they are the top of the top universities but for me as a person i want something unique that's why i found a college which is not mainstream but is one of the best in law yeah i i'm an nus graduate national university of singapore lovely but the other is ntu how was your time different in singapore than it was in pakistan was it more fast paced was it so i love singapore because it's so geographically located um and i'm a person who'd want to make the best of my time everywhere that i go 
in terms of maximizing it, maximizing the result output. So I traveled a lot. I think in my 12 months, I traveled six countries with setting the masters. So my dad had sent me like with the, of course, like we sat, we budgeted what is needed. And I remember my elder brother, he was in Canada at that time. He even contributed. So my dad, my elder brother, they contributed. They sent me like with a limited budget because that's what I asked for. So I started working and interning and I started teaching on the side in Singapore. And I started making that money and I used that money to travel. So I loved Singapore. I loved the budget airlines and I loved the student trips. So I used to travel a lot. Every few days I'd get, I'd travel. Right. And the first internship that you got out of, what was that in, What was that company? Was that Harley-Davidson or Harley-Davidson came later? No, no. So my first traineeship out of Singapore was Harley-Davidson. Uh, that was within Singapore. Um, UN was before Singapore. That was during my LLB. So what exactly do you do for the UN in, in your LLB? So I went to Vienna, the head office, United Nations Office of Drug and Crime, and I wrote a policy paper on human trafficking. So it's a social cause that I'm very, I'm an adamant believer of that it needs a lot of awareness, especially in countries like ourselves. So I wrote a policy paper there, did some comparative studies. And then when I came back to execute, that's when I started, of course, going back into my studies. So there was a gap between her bachelor's and master's. She didn't finish her LLB in Pakistan and directly fly to Singapore. No. Unlike most students her age at the time, she took a year to understand herself more. In the sense, what she wanted to pursue within the field of law. And that's when she decided to apply for an internship at one of Pakistan's reputed law firms, Hassan and Hassan Advocates. That's where she met one of her mentors as well someone that shaped Beanish's mindset in the industry, along with previously her father. Yes, so I worked for one year, sort of what we call like gap year, to ensure Mm -hmm. that I'm clear on which degree I'm taking up and which specialization. I worked in one of the top uh, law chambers of Pakistan. And when I went there, I, because I just graduated, I was 21, I went there, I applied for an internship. And he looked at my CV and he said, you're going to be an associate. You've graduated. That means no more internships. So the confidence that that first step gave me was, okay, I'm eligible for being an associate as well. And then 10, 11 months in, um, I was the highest paid in my entire batch. So so it it was a firm, 40, 40, 40 years old, minimum, if I'm not wrong. I'm one of the top corporate firms. And I was their ever youngest lawyer. But that goes to show that the mentors you have, the teachers you have, the guides you have, yeah, go a long way in in building your personality and where you're going to be after certain years. Any experience that you can share with us, like something that has been that has stayed in your mind from? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. My boss always used to say, and he still says, I'm sure, to other trainees that he has. If you pass my training, there's only going up the ladder for you. And we all used to think, how will we pass? I have seen him tear paper in. And, and throw it in, in, in the associates' faces. I have seen him bang desks, throw plates. Throw, oh my God, it's been... But really, the, the training that he gives, and the minute he used to walk in the office, we all pin drop silence. There was pin drop silence in the office. We cannot chit-chat. We cannot socialize. Of course, there, there you have your timings as well. But it was utmost professional, as well as... It was just his word. 
that mm. one man show because that was that culture right even if you miss one comma there's no going back so that what that one training taught me was you can never miss a comma and i feel like the team now i feel bad for them because that's what i do so even now anything that comes in you know this one spelling can you please modify that just this <laughs> one comma can you change that that's yeah. that i remember him telling me you know make an invoice for one of our top clients i said what well, i'm i'm an associate vice chair make an invoice and just because i said that he made me do it for more clients and he said you're going to thank me one day and i'm running my own firm so of mm. course i do when i do marketing i do invoicing i do finance and you still remember their learnings and their teachings how important is it for you to get a mentor so you know one of the biggest things that i miss in the uae is not actually having a mentor i'm a mentor to few mm. but i am on the always <clears throat> for the right mentor for myself and that's something i miss if i were back home i know that there were seniors who'd be my mentors um so what i do miss is that and what i take away is there is no alternative to experience you know life is a ladder you can start from the point zero and go up and then you'll fall down and go up and then you'll go up another ladder and then you'll come down one but you learn but with that experience you'll only be able to experience life up to 60% because you've come down and gone back come down and gone back but if you actually learn from the experience of others you get a head start you get a 30% head start and then you start climbing the ladder with your own and then learn from other's experiences so there's no age which is an age less to not have a mentor okay if i had to ask you if you had to pass on one of the things that you have learned from them to someone else only one if you had to choose what would that be resilience it's okay keep coming back bouncing back keep coming back bouncing back keep coming back bouncing back in everything and anything personal professional and that's what you should pass on to your family and your kids and people around you as well because if there's resilience there's commitment if there's commitment there's discipline if there's discipline there's determination being the youngest and highest paid amongst your batchmates with that ruthless but efficient a mentor can easily be overlooked but it took effort something that is not seen that is not mentioned by guests on the podcasts even for a one page document in law beenish burned the midnight oil and that is exactly what made her excel so rapidly in the firm her mentor's name was dr parvez hasan and he has he has a very impressive background he's done his masters of law from yale university and his doctors of law from harvard some of that experience and knowledge did rub off on beenish as she corrects even the smallest mistakes of the people working for her that's exactly what a mentor does though instill something so well that it isn't forgotten at any stage in life after the short period of time at hasan and hasan advocates she left for her masters in singapore after which she joined harley davidson as a trainee in the asia pacific headquarters after some time there she went back to pakistan and worked for a year or so at a firm called anwar kamal law associates that is where she took up her first case in court which happened to be media savvy then i joined another advocate supreme court i worked in another field of law to get the diversity and experience and he also gave me so much confidence and believed in me so much that he trained me enough to be uh, taking on my own cases within a year like which which 
helped me develop. So I took up my first case and my first case in the high court of Pakistan was, it was a contempt case against um, one of the most liked government officers but the court anyway. So there were some formalities. Touchwood, we ended up winning that case. And that was a media coverage case. So that was my first case as well. Still remember that. Still remember walking out of the court. How was that but, first winning feeling though? Yeah, yeah. My only winning feeling was that I hope it's not just beginner's luck. <laughs> like I hope I'm able to continue that. And I still remember how hard like my seniors had had helped me, guided me how hard I'd worked under their guidance to, to work on that case. Would, no, there's no point in asking this question. I was going to ask you, would you choose something else if you had the option? I don't think I would, would actually. You would? I would 100%. Um, because Which it's would be? How it, how it comes up, how it comes off. This this someone asked me just two weeks ago. Something, something, how's, how's your work, everything. And then we were having a detailed discussion and he said, you know, like how passionate are you about your work? And I said, I'm not passionate. And he said, what does that mean? I said, I'm not passionate about my work. (laughs) You can't say that. This is what you've been doing. This gave me a face worse than what you're making right now. So I said, it's actually not something I'm passionate about. It's just that my, my determination is so strong that if I do anything, I'll do it with more than 100% that I have it in me. It does come with a bit of surprise though. How can someone be so good at what they're doing without ever being passionate about it? Well, Beanish is passionate about certain social causes and often engages herself with that. But when it comes to law, something she was born into, something that was embedded in her from a very young age, something she saw a lot in her childhood, when it comes to that, she is only a person that is amazingly good at her job. That's about it. And there are benefits to that. For example, when she started her own firm in the UAE with two other managing partners, instead of keeping the firm's names as theirs, which is generally the case with law firms, case in point in the same context, Hassan & Hassan, Anwar Kamal Law Associates, Pearson Spectralit, okay, that was Suits, But they kept it Lex Consortia, which gives the ability for the firm to be professionally run after they're not there, which is an amazing thought. Absolutely. One of the the biggest pain points and loopholes that we have in countries like India, Pakistan, is that we have firms which are attached by that one person. Mm, Yeah. And then... And if you remove that person out of the equation, the entire organization crumples so that's why if you've heard seen the name as well lex consortia is not a name which is bh legal consultancy like yeah yeah yeah. what we're developing here is professional governance for it to continue for years and years so having that thought where did that thought come into your mind from point was the point of working hard for 70 years and then just seeing something cripple why would you even work this hard for just your how selfish is that so a recap, Beanish completed her double bachelor's, joined Hassan and Hassan Advocates for 11 months, went to National University of Singapore for her master's, came back to Pakistan after a short stint at Harley-Davidson. She took up a job at Anwar Kamal Law Associates, left that, started her own firm, shifted unexpectedly to Dubai and quit peak COVID from an organization she had been working for for over five years now. But after she quit the regal group Dubai, Just when she was starting Lex Consortia, 
something unexpected happened um so i've had a critical illness in my life which has helped me acquire certain traits within myself that i didn't have before can you talk more about that like what sure. was my daughter is currently 3 years old when she was 2 last year she was diagnosed with leukemia blood cancer in dubai so that was definitely something and i recently resigned started my own company we were moving houses and of course the healthcare here for any normal or even well to do in that critical illness is something not easy to manage so for sure how the family has managed it is something which has taught me so many traits that i never had before the best of the family came out during that time there was a realization of strengths that they did not even think they had when the situation arose but that definitely was a trying time no parent would ever wish something like that happened to their child and it's very very brave to see the family work together and fight the illness together lex consortia was being set up around the same time binish's daughter was fighting leukemia but there was at no point that she failed to manage both her personal and professional life and that is how along with her two partners binish made lex consortia a powerhouse of growth what exactly goes into acquiring a, a client it's of course it's about the work you're here to give a service but it's more about understanding the brief it's more about understanding the the person behind the client because every company has a face to it hmm. and so understanding that face and genuinely putting effort into into evaluating the requirements of that particular individual because i'm not going to sign a contract for example with any mnc right there's always a signature behind it the signature is always a human behind it. so for example within the company you hire an in-house counsel we do that okay. so from to the handle all the legal matters of the company yes okay for companies so corporate matters commercial matters transactions mergers acquisitions joint venture franchising growth employment terms conditions vendors products registrations recalls and how many clients do you have like a number not names 70 plus They are phenomenal at what they do and the result lies in the credibility of Lex Consortia Legal Consultancy. She has been a legal professional, a mother of two and a homemaker for a very long time now. And not to say that there weren't any failures in her journey. There was more of a process to achieve what she really wanted and she had to go through the grind to get that. But there is one thing we haven't discussed yet and as we come to the end of the episode that one thing binish is working hard towards is her retirement as the other so what what age do you want to retire at 40 this this one thing that comes to mind you always have this thing of going back to after everything mm-hmm. you've done mm-hmm. why why would you want are you not settled here or is the plan always going to be to go back and do something for your country that's where home is everybody's over there they're here they're visiting these days as well but what's home ground is that what's 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 brought me up it's that country hey if you like that episode share it with others you never know how you sharing could impact someone in the most difficult of times you never know you might just share something life changing for someone else and yes the common drill follow us for the latest updates on linkedin and instagram we're here to stay we promise and we're bringing a whole lot more for you 
Next up, we have Shiraz Ahmed, the renowned writer in the film industry, known for movies like Race, Hamraz, and 20 other blockbuster films. Stay tuned and goodbye for now.